Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Midweek War. Not the Civil War podcast. No, that was that was last week's gimmick. That that was that was last week's gimmick, Eamon. In several weeks, we'll probably have the Apocalypse podcast. Anyway, um, speaking I, of gimmicks, <laughs> God. Speaking of gimmicks, I we're know. here to talk Impact Wrestling. Uh, those dulcet tones you heard. Those dulcet tones you heard was the voice of Inspire Pro Wrestling, Eamon Payton. How are you, sir? Hi there. I'm okay. Uh, as okay as I could be after watching this show. But uh, I- oh, Impact! Will you never get canceled? Um, <laughs> all right. So, um, Eamon, let, let's 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 kick this off like we normally do. What will be your one word for Impact this week? Um. My one word for impact um, is probably going to be umbrella. <laughs> Jesus. I completely erased that from my brain and did not put it in the title description. How could you forget that? Oh, there's a good reason. All right. <laughs> I have to do some editing. I uh, post show, but yeah, that's a good word. Um, fuck. I completely forgot about that. I completely. For- oh, man. All right. Um, that's, that's actually a, a good kind of dichotomy because I forgot about most of the rest of the stuff that's on this show. <laughs> you know, and as it's weird, all right, I'll say my word in a second. But as I was typing up the description, I'm like, I'm missing something. <laughs> and I know I am. And I know it's something I purposefully blocked out of my brain. And I thought it was the Al Snow stuff. Nope. <laughs> it, was, nope. it was the fucking umbrellas. Oh, it's not even raining. Um. <laughs> All right, my my word is going to be championships. Yeah, championships. All right, uh, so Eamon, let let's start off with your good. What what's your good for this week? Uh, my good. Stay with me here. Uh, it's actually going to be the Willow stuff. <laughs> Not because it was like good, but because it was comically bad. All right, see, all right, so... Like, it made me laugh, and I don't think that's what it's supposed to do. But yeah, I, I won't disagree that, with you there. But it elicited that emotion from me. So, okay. All right, so for those of you who didn't watch Impact, um, basically, Decay said that someone paid, paid them off to attack Jeff Hardy last week. Who could it be? Which, first of all, why the fuck does Decay care about money secondly gee i wonder who it could be <laughs> um so amen why don't, why don't you go on and, and tell us what what happened with the rest of this with the rest of the segment okay so to so, so get by the boring parts of it uh uh jeff hardy and james Storm wrestle decay uh uh during the match jeff hardy's about to win but a but willow comes out onto the onto the ramp distracts him and and causes him to lose and but because that's whatever. Um, my favorite, the backstage promos though is what makes this look good for me, because I laughed so fucking hard at some of that stuff. That's that that scene where like Jeff Hardy like sees Willow in the hallway and yells, "You son of a witch!" and then grabs his umbrella from him and just starts All right, beating be, him with to it. To be fair, "You son of a witch" is probably the best line Jeff Hardy's ever spoken in his life. Like it's comically bad. But at least it's comically bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like at, le- at least I got to laugh from it. Well, I mean, that's the thing one, one thing you and I can agree on 
is when Jeff Hardy was Willow, that was the most entertaining Jeff Hardy's ever been in his wrestling. Right, because it was fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Like, and it was stupid, but it was something we could remember every week. Like, it was, it was something like, oh, that was really ridiculous, and it made me laugh. Like, so yeah, I mean, that I like about it. Like, I, and again, I don't think it's meant to make me laugh out loud, but that's, at least it made me feel something, I guess. It made me feel emotions. <laughs> it made me feel. Which Impact yeah. doesn't normally do for me, but hey. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. Quick thought about the Willow thing. Mm-hmm. Um, why did one Willow have a gold mask? Well, that's the could, other thing. Could is they that... not afford three white Willow masks? Well, they, even the white Willow didn't look like Willow. Because no. because Willow back when it was Jeff Hardy as Willow had face paint as well. Yeah, like, but it's it's covering that's obviously Matt Hardy. I I know, but like the the, the I thought the illusion was that they were trying like maybe it's because the commentary team shit. But I felt like in the beginning when he like kind of came out during the match, they were trying to sell that this Willow like this could be the real Willow that we've seen in the past, and it's a different person from Jeff Hardy. But Jeff Hardy's basically trying to refute that. Well, no, but they also said that. But Jeff Hardy's Willow, like they actually just said that. Like, right? I, I I didn't know if we were meant to believe that that like we're supposed to buy that that could be Willow. You know what I mean? Yeah. At least I mean, at that point in time. Obviously, there was you know more than one Willow. I I can't even believe we're discussing this. Like it's like like we're discussing this like they they went lucha underground on us and that's not the case Amen. Like, i've discussed much weirder things for much longer <laughs> got it <laughs> um yeah i it was it was just awful yeah. but it wasn't awful in like that's the thing my that that's the reason i put it as good is that it wasn't awful in a terrible way yeah i mean you should see it you should definitely see it but I mean, if this means the end of Rebby Sky on TV, cool. I'm okay. I'm okay with that. Um, I don't think it's going to. I think somehow. All right. Now this is a question: Who are the other two Willows? Because I have a feeling it's just um, Shane Helms's boys. That, that would make a lot of sense. Uh, what if they just and, had a really big like? Just a really fat willow, like come out. <laughs> I would love a really fat willow. <laughs> and and they do the big reveal. It takes his that's like, oh my god, it's Tyrus. Of course it is. <laughs> that would be amazing. That would be the best thing. <laughs> oh god! All right, um, all right. Enough, enough about willow. Mike, what was your good this week? My oh jeez, my good this week. Fuck. Um. My good. I'll give it to the um the cage match. I'll, okay. give, it, I'll give it to the cage match. Uh, just because this is a blow off I've wanted to see. But is it a not in, the, not in the, not in this form? And I I like the concept of it. I like the concept of Ethan having to atone for his sins. I appreciate that kind of concept. I would have liked this concept more if this was a feud between C3 and Rockstar Squad. That and Rockstar Squad was a combination. Yes, absolutely. Like Bennett, I don't fucking care about. No, like Bennett should be the the mini boss, and Rockstar Spud should be the big bad. Yeah, bring back Kurt Angle for a week or whatever. Bring him out of retirement. 
see, see what that Sting guy's doing. Uh, something tells me that Sting guy is not going. If he ever wrestles again, it's going to be against the Undertaker. Yeah, well, um, but yeah, I, I can see it was the match was okay. I just wonder who else they're going to get because obviously you have a match with Tyrus right coming down the pipe, and then maybe Galloway. Yeah, but okay. If Galloway's a part of this and he's still the champion, but it's not the ultimate match in the feud, what? Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know what they would do. Um, I mean, unless this is only three steps. It's like he, bring beats, back, Bud, he beats Tyrus and he beats Bennett. That would make sense, yeah. Maybe bring back Rhino, because that one time he wrestled Rhino. <laughs> no, oh, oh, Eamon, you know what I want them to do now, and they'll never do it. EC3 versus Norvin doing a handicap match. <laughs> oh, that's, oh, okay, yeah, that's perfect. That's like that would be amazing. Like, like Bennett comes out and he says, you know, Ethan, your sins go back all the way to the beginning of your career where your pride went ahead of you. Uh, <laughs> five bucks says this ends in a match between EC3 and Dixie Carter. <laughs> like, at this point, I wouldn't be fucking surprised. I'd, I'd be okay with that. Um... I will say one thing about this match that really kind of soured me on it. Um, really scary bump by Rockstar Spud. Yeah. yeah. Like, he almost broke his neck. Yes, but TNA isn't worth that. Yeah. They're not. That's, okay. That's, that's just what makes me sad is that these kind of matches happening where it's like we know, especially we know now, at least if we're going by reports, that TNA guys are getting paid shit. If at all. If at all. Like, you shouldn't be doing that shit. I don't care how many times they, Maria or fucking whoever tweets about how they're being, how there's hashtag high morale. Like, I don't fucking care. Yeah, but you know what? Maria and Bennett probably get paid up front, so of course they're going to have high morale. Yeah. (laughs) As soon as as Rude and EY left, there was a lot of potential money freed up. I I saw a amazing tweet of Maria being like, Maria and Bennett have apparently been like the guys on t- the new like TNA haters back off kind of people or whatever. Uh, the one the, what Eric Young used to be, uh, and like uh, she, she said hashtag something hashtag high morale high uh, ratings uh, continue to grow and that's just not tweeted, true, right? Because someone posted that <laughs> right next to an article saying TNA's ratings continue to lower. Yeah, like I I listen to a different podcast every week that gives a detailed account of how many people actually watch. Like if you're not guy. like if it's not true, don't say it. Like Yeah. To be fair, they may not actually know. They may be told that ratings are going up. I, I know, but you can like look. I you know, <laughs> you, Amen. You can like look. Amen, who does that research? You're, you're talking crazy. It's not like there's some kind of I don't know, series of tubes where you can look things up on, you know? But no, yeah, Rockstar Spud, don't take a bump like that ever again. Yeah, don't. Or or in fairness, I don't know. I mean, it was a weird, it was a weird move because it's basically EC3 pulling Spud off the top of the cage, Mm -hmm. but like he pulls him in a way where he can't like fully like rotate, fully rotate. Yeah, it's, it's, it was pretty scary. Yeah, but I mean, you know, if your main event, if you're telling me the main event is EC3 and Spud in a cage, I'm still going to be a fan of that regardless of the circumstances because those guys are really good at wrestling. Yeah, I understand. They're really good. 
I mean, you know, the story surrounding it is shit. Because I don't know why Spud would even agree to that match. I don't know why Spud does anything anymore. Yeah. Coke. 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 It's all about Coke. It's all about Coke. Ring that. <laughs> God damn it. All right, Eamon, what's your bad for Impact this week? Uh, my bad is actually the opening segment. The, like, talking segment. Okay. Um, I have, like, three. Well, I have four notes on it. Uh, one of them was the one I said before about, oh, I wonder who paid the K, dot, 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 dot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, line from Jeff Hardy in the beginning, uh, I talking about how the K beat him up or whatever, and he's like, I had no issues with them. They come out to a Manson song. <laughs> like, just off the- or, I'm sorry, that was funny. <laughs> I thought that was really funny. I thought that was really great, because, because Jeff, like, Decay has nothing to do with Jeff Hardy. In fact, it seems like Jeff Hardy would be behind them. Like, yeah. like and the fact that Hardy referenced, like, hey, man, these guys kind of have my same aesthetic. They come out to Manson. Like, I, I love that, because you can tell that was not in the script. That was just Jeff Hardy saying, no, these guys and me should be cool. <laughs> like, and even Decay said the same thing. Like, we like you, Jeff. Like, why isn't that a thing? I don't know. Like, why isn't this story, Willow is the one behind Decay? Why is Decay doing anything? Like, you know, and I'm not saying that in a, they shouldn't be. I'm saying why. why? Literally, why are they doing Well, apparently doing? it's all about the money. Jesus. Um, I also noted, I love that Jeff isn't even trying with his face paint anymore. Like, he literally just, like, put out some orange paint on, like, a on like a tray, dipped his face in it, and he's like, where do you go? <laughs> like, he's not even trying anymore. I would love to see At least when he did that stupid shit where he was, like, painting his eyelids to look like eyes, I'm like, okay, that takes a little bit of time. You know? <laughs> oh, God. I would love for that to be, like, his... Pre, like, like you go back to gorilla position, and guys are like, like they're listening to music and getting pumped up. Jeff just walks in. There's a painter's trough. He just goes like, "All right, creatures." He just dunks his head in a vat of paint. Do you think it's okay? Now I now that I think about it, do you think it's because <laughs> the fact that they tape like four shows in a row? Absolutely. So paint his face every time. Absolutely. God. Oh. Absolutely, I, he. I think he only paints his face for singles matches. Yeah, honestly, like I really think that's it. Uh, and then right, right as. Well, they by the of- way, one other thing. I'll, 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 I'll let you finish this in a second. The commentators said, "Oh, Jeff Hardy, he he, he must have been like what 50, 60 time tag team champion." Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. So. They didn't fucking know. The the slightest bit of research. Because here's the other thing. The, if you look back at like WWE, like like WWE Party Boys, they didn't win the tag bouts a lot. No, they no, they, probably, they won six times. Six times, but even like not as much like as others, even like the Dudleys or, or Well no, but six times is more than I thought. Okay. So I'm thinking, well maybe, you know, they're counting that time they won the WCW title. So that's seven. Then I'm like, okay, how many times did he win the TNA tag title? Guess how many times? Like four or something? Once! Oh, wow. Fucking once with Matt. That was it. The Wolves fucking won it like six times. Jesus Christ. Yeah, the Wolves are like six or seven time tag champions. Jeff Hardy's won once. 
Well, for the most part, it's because I feel like they've been feuding in TNA more than they've been teaming. No, they've been teaming. They just haven't been going for the titles. Oh, yeah. Well, no, because, like, when Jeff... Uh, well, yeah, but... Uh, yeah, it's fucking awful. And then uh, the only thing I last ended was, like, right when the he's, like, getting into the ring and is about to attack, Jeff just yells uh, to, like, like try, trying to say something to yell to kind of, like, sell the... Like, like a cool, like, closing line. He just yells, I don't sell out, I sell in. Oh, that's not the first time... That's not the first what time... What does that mean? It. That that's not the first time he's done that. That's what does that the mean in any context, though? No, no, because Jeff says it wrong because he's from the South. Apologies to everyone who's from the South. I'm sure you're all very intelligent people. You're watching this show. But no, but, even if he said, but even if he said it right, it wouldn't make any sense. No, no, I don't sell out. I bought in. That's the phrase. Yeah, but even then, it wouldn't make sense. No, but it doesn't. It doesn't in a way because he's saying that Decay is selling out by accepting money to take out Jeff Hardy. But what would he? What I don't sell out. I bought in. What would he have bought into? The fans. Oh, fucking whatever. No, no, I'm. I'm <laughs> sorry. I, I said it sarcastically, but like, like not taking money for a hit, basically. I. Yeah, okay. but no. But when Jeff Hardy first joined Immortal, you remember that? I remember I, Immortal. I, I wish I don't. Pepperidge Farm remembers. Um, but when, when there. When Hulk Hogan was talking about Jeff Hardy uh, not selling out, Jeff Hardy oh, didn't yeah, sell yeah, out. Yeah. And then he said, I sold in, man! Oh, yeah. He still doesn't know how that which means he's, Which makes this line like not true, because he has sold out before. Yes. yes, he has. But to be fair, he was really high at that point, so he probably doesn't remember that entire run. That was like the other character. Like I asked you if you remember it immortal, Jeff Hardy, I guarantee. The only thing he vaguely remembers about that is like, didn't we put my face on a title belt once? No, it's he's <laughs> when he when you say that he's he thinks you're referring to a brand of what we called immortal. Probably. Probably. Alright, so um Drugs. Yeah. <laughs> drugs. Alright, so we'll move to my bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, stick with the the um the script of this show here. My bad is all of the championship matches. <laughs> oh them. my god, so many. Hey, we like, didn't have an X Division title match because why That's because we... there's no X Division. <laughs> <laughs> and those fuckers clearly had to be in Willow masks backstage. God damn it. Um why here's alright, the tag title match, I accept that, that's fine. You, you lost Bobby Roode. You have to kind of atone for that somehow. That's okay. I get it. Even the knockout style match, I'll grant you. Because Maria's in charge of the, comp- of the knockouts, and she can do whatever she wants. That's fine. I, I get it. But, <laughs> this is a big but. Hey, Eamon, uh, quick, tri- quick trivia question for you. Quick query. Quick query. What? Was the main event of last week's show four again? Uh, it was the, the number one contendership match. That's correct, Damon. The number one contendership for the World Heavyweight Championship. Hey, Damon, another quick query for you. Was Eli Drake in that match? No, he was not. So he didn't win that match. Interesting, because I seem to recall Eli Drake getting a title shot in the show. He did. Uh, it also uh, uh, reasserts a point I made about the Feast of Fire match, which is... Why the fuck would you put your job at stake 
over a title shot that you can get whenever. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you know, Eli Drake literally just like, I want a title shot, and Drew Galloway gave it to him. What? I, 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 Why doesn't everyone fucking do that? I, can I ask a question? And this isn't a quick query. This is a discussion question. Has there ever in, let's say, the past 10 years, okay, in the history of wrestling, TNA, WWE, NXT, ROH, anywhere you can think of, has there ever been a more undervalued champion than Drew Galloway? Because I, I can't... Who? Remember when... Uh, the, the one that immediately came to mind. Remember when Big Show got his first title reign in WWE? Okay. All he right. Won but, it and then he had like a few with the boss man. And then but that was that was I that was just a transition because Austin Austin got injured. Well, that's what I mean. Like, like. But this, this is a plan. <laughs> this is a plan. Is it a plan? I don't think they have a plan. All right. This was planned. <laughs> well, all wrestling is planned. Yeah, I know, but like, what I'm saying is, this was not due to like someone getting injured or something like that. Like they. Wanted to put the belt on Drew Galloway. Yeah, I understand. But it's, it's, and besides, I'm sorry. I know you said Big Show. I remember more about that Big Show, Big Boss Man feud, than I ever remember anything about Drew Galloway and TNA. Well, that's fair, but that's also because cause, that shit was hilarious. Because well, the dude got dragged out of a coffin. Don't forget the eulogy. Don't my point is, I think they're trying to come from a good place, and I. The mentality is like I can see what they thought. They were like, "Let's make Drew a fighting champion," which who fuck cares? Like, yeah, yeah, fighting champion's fine, but you also have to make him fight credible people. And you can be a fighting champion without putting your belt on the line. Yeah, exactly. Like you don't have to like any Tom, Dick, and Eli that comes along. You have to put your belt up against them. Like, how about this? Hey, Eli. If you beat me, you can have a shot. Fighting yeah, champion. It's the same thing. Finn Balor was a fighting champion. He didn't like give Apollo Crews title matches. Yeah, Finn Balor had like I know he had a really long title reign, but how many title matches did he actually have? Yeah, he only five. But he still wrestled with the people. Like, yeah, exactly. It's 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 a weird mentality. It's a that's the thing with TNA. It's a dated product, and they think that this works still, and it doesn't. Like, like, do something different. Do something honestly different. Or if not, do something different. Look at your competition and see what they're doing and do it. And you know what? You can even have a title match every week. Lucha does it, but you know what their title matches have that TNA's doesn't? Storylines. Yeah. Like, there's actual reasons for these title matches happening, and you can do that. Yeah. You choose not to, but you can do it. Yeah, I agree. All right, uh, so, Eamon, if you could only change one thing on this show, what would that be? Um, it's it's kind of cheating, but, like, you're, the show. Like, like how the show... <laughs> well, I mean, what I what mean is... What would I change? The show. Yeah. But, no, how the show is formatted, because I wanted to kind of get, get at that from that point, was, like, you had basically three title matches, you have two hours of you have an, you have, out of all the shows that we watch on the midweek, they are the only ones with two hours. They also have a lighter roster, I feel, than the other two. You know, other three. they definitely do. 
three groups. And it always feels like they don't do anything with those two hours. Like, there were a lot of people missing on this show. Where the fuck was Graham? Where the fuck was uh, the bromance? Where the fuck was, you know, so many, you know, even if our theory is incorrect, where were the X Division guys? You know, where's fucking Eddie Edwards to do that feud with Gregory Helms? Where is any of it? They've completely forgotten about the X Division entirely. Like, it's so ridiculous. And I'm, I know I say this almost every week. There's way too much Mike Bennett on TV. Mike Bennett gets like three segments. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And if you combine that with how many segments Maria gets, yeah, yeah, there's Maria, way too much. They literally take up like a half of the show. Yeah. Like, uh, to quote uh, Bojack Horseman, that's too much, man. That's way too fucking that's much. too much. Uh, like, and I get it. Bennett, like, when you went to Pop TV, Bennett was the big acquisition. I get that, but... Yeah, was he a do big Do you acquisition? know what oversaturation is, Dixie? Like, I don't think you do. I don't think... But Bennett has had the most TV time of anybody, and he's not really gotten any more over. It's because they haven't actually defined what his character is. Yeah. And I'm sorry, he doesn't even have a good catchphrase. He says, yes, we do. No! That is not proper English. That only relies on the fact that you have well, to say be beforehand, do you believe in miracles? Yes, we do. You have to ask that question before that catchphrase makes sense. But, but yeah, and, and also, the, other than the EC3 Bennett, like, the match for Bennett beat EC3 recently, I can't think of another Mike Bennett match in TNA. He had a match with Drew. But I don't remember it at all. Neither do I. So much so to the point where I thought Drew won. Like, and he's only been here for, like, three or four months? Yep. I, I yeah. have no idea what he's done. That's so sad. Like, I, he said way more, like, I I don't remember why I say that, but I don't even remember his talking segment most of the time other than, like, the stupid fucking catchphrases. But, like, it's just, he's he would fit much better in WWE, and I don't think he's ever going to make it to that point. But Yeah, I especially not now, because, like, WWE is clearly only cherry-picking the guys from TNA that they feel has Value add, like well, also if Spud ever leaves, WWE's gonna snatch him up in the heartbeat. Maybe. Well, my thing is also the like that, and also the whole like. I feel like if Maria didn't have heat, at least as what the dirt sheets say, then um, he would have never gone to TNA. Well, I'm pretty sure that Maria is the only reason he went to TNA because they right. wanted Maria. They didn't want Mike Bennett. Well, that I don't, well maybe I don't know about that, but I also know like Maria like has been notorious in saying like she can't come back to WWE because politics or whatever the fuck, and like like if Bennett didn't have that surrounding him after he left for Honor, he probably would have would have tried to go to WWE. Mm, I I don't know if they would have taken him. I think they might have. They took fucking again, and not to knock him, but they took fucking Eric Young. Eric Young has he was one of the foundation guys in TNA though. Like they gave him every horrible gimmick in the world and he made it work. But also 
and he's like a shorter Canadian cane. Yeah, I know, but this is the discussion we had a few weeks ago, and I don't want to get too much into it. But like, it's he's done that on TNA though. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. All right. Um, my choice this week. Yeah. <sighs> the segment where where Miracle and Maria went to the Smashing Pumpkins concert. Okay, I don't understand this at all. Okay. I I get what they're trying to do. They're trying to show um, Bennett and Maria, like they're trying to show Bennett gaining power over the male wrestlers, just like Maria has power over the knockouts. I understand that. So buttering up, William, don't call me Billy Corgan. Okay, I get that. That's fine. If you're going to show that shit on TV, though, here's an idea. <laughs> Don't film something like this. Film it like this. But, Mike, it makes it more real. Hey, you know what? Fuck I, real. I'm sure, that's I, they, I'm sure that's how they try to sell it back then. And I'm sure, that, I'm, sure, I'm sure if Sorg was on this, he would disagree with me being a video guy. And I would say, Sorg, watch the segment. You can't see what's happening. No, he would have. No, actually, Sorg would probably agree with you. Okay. You probably yeah. you. Just hold the phone like this. You can still take video like this unless you locked your phone. In which case, Maria, I'll show you how to unlock it. It's very easy. I'm not going to show you now because I think you might have a different phone than me. But I can teach you how to unlock your screen so it actually rotates. Maria, th- th- this is... We can do this. We can do this together. We can, make, also- we can make TNA great again. Fucking hell. But also, like, are we really doing the whole, like, dueling, like, uh, authority figures? I, I honestly don't mind that. I fucking hate it. I honestly. So, uh, no, I don't mind it. Also, it's something different. Also, how funny is it if they're fucking doing that on the fucking WWE? Well, yeah. Yeah, but but it's not really dueling authority figures. I I, I feel it's going. It's to. it's just Bennett trying to get sway over the people who have. But why would Corgan give a sh- like? Why would Billy be like? Yeah, sure. Because he's not a wrestling guy. And uh, uh, no, but honestly, Dixie, they're playing. They're and playing Dixie that Carter up. is, by the way. <laughs> hey, she went to a WCW house show. All right. Back in late 2000, and she saw Jeff Jarrett, and she said, that guy is going places. I'm going to give him money. Uh, (laughs) No, but, like, I see what they're trying to do with it. I don't necessarily think it's the best idea in the world. But you have the ability to reshoot these things. You do. You should have taken one look at that as to how it's going to look on TV and be like, Oh no! This is horrible. You can't tell anything that's going on. Well, no. Well, in fairness, they probably don't know that because hmm. they don't. They're not production people. Like, like you know what I mean? Like, they're not like. I don't think Billy Corgan knows shit about production. In fairness, I don't think he knows shit about wrestling either. Billy like, Corgan put on a whole wrestling company once. Oh, Resistance okay. Pro. Oh, okay. He put <laughs> he, on. He's also. He's also company. done. Music videos. Okay, sorry. I, air, the biggest of big air quotes right here. 
Okay, but he's been. But Eamon, Eamon. Other people, Eamon. other people put on a wrestling company and slapped his fucking name on. Eamon, it. he's been in the entertainment industry for over twenty. That doesn't years. mean shit. Yes, it absolutely does. He doesn't. I'm sorry. Okay, he plays. It music. absolutely does. He plays music. Other people film the shit for him. Okay, but he he does. They don't film it on fucking iPhones. Okay, but still. You have he's got to have some semblance of production. I don't some semblance, have some semblance of anything. I think he's a fucking idiot. All right. Um. Okay. Before we get to our rankings, um, four. The, <laughs> damn it, Eamon, No Sorry. spoilers. No spoilers. Uh, we have to. We have to talk about this one last segment. Hey, Eamon, mm-hmm. Um. Now we've seen a lot of things from the performance center, um, from breaking ground, tough enough, you know. Um, what do you think of the Al Snow Wrestling Academy? I'll say this: it looks like an indie wrestling academy. <laughs> and, and and what 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 do you mean by that, Eamon? It's like shit. Um, <laughs> In, okay, in fairness, I know some good ones out there. There's some good ones. But, like, in fairness, like, like watch this. Like, watch that and watch, like, footage, any footage from, that they've done in, like, the Chikara Wrestle Factory. Like, it's not – I agree. It looks – Alistair looks like shit. But in fairness, it's – I guess it's not supposed – I mean, it's not supposed to be plushy or anything. But, like, I don't know. It, this, thing, this whole thing's fucking weird. It's like thirty guys standing on an apron watching someone stomp someone else. Also, oh, oh, you know what? Let's talk about that fucking. Um, out, let's talk about this Al Snow stuff because uh, the only thing that pissed me off the most uh, when Al Snow was coming out to the ring and Josh was Matthews was like, "I've never seen Al Snow like this before." I, you know, he's really changed. Really, you know that. Hey, Josh, you know that fucking reality show you were on that you got your fucking start on where Al Snow was your fucking trainer? <laughs> was he all butterflies and rainbows back then? Actually, he might have been because, you remember, they also had to deal with Bill DeMott. So if but you're going to do, do good cop, bad cop. But, but what's that show? Al Snow is just as harsh. Yeah, on impact. Because, as no, I told you... Uh, not not as much. Not as much. He has moments where he's not yelling, but when he's tough, he's fucking tough. But as I told you, when this segment, when this whole angle started, they're doing the build a mod story. But that's what they're doing. And somebody who's been, someone who's literally trained under this guy, pretty much. The little training he's done, like. (laughs) And he's like, I've never seen Al Snow like this. Really, motherfucker? Like, ugh. Josh barely remembers he's married to Madison Rain. Josh barely knows how to speak. He barely knows how to also, form sentences. Also true. Oh God! And Sorry. oh, oh, oh and Grado's back. Where did, uh, We're oh, never he, gonna get that party. I forgot he was. Being, I forgot. I literally forgot he was gone. Oh, do you know what my other favorite like? Like um, thing about that is, um, and you could sort of pick it up, but not really, because when Al Snow comes out, he, you could see him like going and like grabbing a microphone as if to cut a promo, and then 
as he like the next then the camera cuts and Shira's entering. And you can sort of see Alistair like give the microphone back mm-hmm. to like the ring attendant. And I so it's to, to what that tells me is that he cut some kind of promo, but they cut it for some reason. Yep. I I would imagine because they they filmed that segment and he was basically saying the exact same thing. Maybe. I would no, I wouldn't be surprised if that had You think they reshot it or whatever? No, I don't think they reshot. I think I just think they cut out his in ring promo because he was saying the same thing as he did at the training school. But that's not really anything to, I mean, that's not a good reason to cut out a promo. Like sometimes yeah, you re, sometimes people say stuff again. Yeah, but uh, like it's, I, I it's to, DNA. I, my theory is that he said something really fucked up and racist or something. No, I don't know, because I don't think Al Snow is really that guy behind the scenes. I don't think he is. He seems like kind of a dick. Yeah, kind of a dick, but I don't think he's like a huge racist. Well, something that... They, well, even, you he's know... From, he's from Lima, Ohio. That's not really the racist capital of America. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I honestly think he probably just hit a lot of the same beats, and he was just saying a promo in front of that crowd to kind of fill them in on what the story is. Maybe, but that's, again, that's not a reason to cut a promo. You know what yeah, I mean? It's for that live crowd. No, no, I, no I, sorry, I should say, there's, it's not a reason for them to cut the promo out of the show. Um, It, it, it depends on what the promo was. Um, but, and, and going if it, if the promo it, was literally just, hey, exposition, exposition, I'm a heel, I'm a heel, then yeah, I'd cut but it. But here's the thing, like, we, and I've, I mentioned this to you a couple weeks ago, though, uh, not a couple weeks ago, like, a couple days ago, that a friend of mine was watching Impact, and they mentioned the fact that the, the like the whole airtime of the show, like the fact that it feels like there's way more commercials than there is actual wrestling on the on Impact. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's not like they are. It's not like they had to cut it because of time. I think they do. Do they? I think they do actually, because I think they. I think they believe that their matches need to go as long as humanly possible, and they'll cut talking segments in order to do that. But in fairness, their longest match on this show is like ten minutes. Yeah, but but they have a lot of matches, and you have to look like Impact has always been this way. When there's a been a big title win, or a heel turn, or anything like that, they never sit on it. They never sit on it. Like they always like show two seconds of it, and then cut to commercial or cut back to the backstage area. Yeah. They never ever like linger on a moment. But like, even, though, even the big moments, they never linger on it. Unless it's, know, unless it's like the, the end of the show. But I feel like there's only like four matches on this show. No, there's there's the three title matches. Um, the cage match. The cage match and Al Snow and Greta. Or Al Snow and Shira. Okay, so like five, but even still, like and there's a, lot of in-ring. there's a lot of in-ring segments. Yeah, I'm, well, that's the thing. I feel like the in-ring segments take way fucking longer than fucking matches. They do. Because people like to talk in TNA. But yeah. Yeah, that's the... Yeah. All right. Um, all right, so Eamon spoiled his, uh, his ranking. His ranking is four. Um, my ranking is also going to be four this week. Uh, keep in mind, I saw three wrestling shows. Keep in mind, one of the shows that we didn't watch is a recap show for a pay-per-view that already fucking happened. Yep. Um, my my third show for this week is actually the Edge and Christian show, the Reese of Awesomeness. 
again, it, it ranks ahead of Impact. My uh, no, my um, uh, <laughs> my number three is the, the is the two of all matches I watched that are the Global Cruiser Series qualifiers. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. All right. Um. So, Eamon, where can the good people of the internet find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Eamon Two Please, and also check out Inspire Pro Wrestling on Twitter at Inspire Pro Wrestling. You can also check out Inspire Pro Wrestling and give money to us, which we really do appreciate. Over at ProWrestlingTees.com, we actually just added a store over there for Inspire Pro, uh, and and you can go support us and and even support some of our wrestlers monetarily from there. And if you feel like there should be a shirt of Eamon wearing his captain's hat. Please let everyone at Inspire Pro Wrestling know. Design it, submit it. Not going to happen. Cars, cars. Looking in your direction, Garza. Again, looking at you guys. We we gotta make this happen, guys. We have to make it happen. Uh, You can find me at Mad Mike four eight eight three on the Twitter machine, and also um, follow me at follow us at Mayhem Show on Twitter. Because especially for Impact, I live tweet that some bitch. So look me up every Tuesday night or Wednesday morning, depending on when I feel like slogging through Impact. Look for the hashtag MM. And those are my thoughts on Impact. Uh, live as it happens. Alrighty. So for Eamon Payton, I'm Mad Mike, and this has been your Mid Week 